friends, welcome to The Sesh. I'm Kendall. And I'm Janelle, and welcome to our first episode. We are so stoked to have you guys here. It's been a long time coming. Yes, thank you for joining us for episode number one. Always kind of a test drive, yeah, so bear we'll with us. it goes. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can check out our new studio. Yes. Looks pretty good. We have a little foliage here, yes. some plants. <laughs> some fake foliage. Yeah, fake foliage. We are in an all-dark room, so we couldn't have real... Sadly, but we have the sesh sign, yeah. our new logo, which we love. We, we came up with ourselves. It. Yeah, we worked hard on this logo, finding all the perfect colors and making sure that it looks good up against the wood wall. So hopefully you guys like it. This show is going to be a video and audio show, so you can watch it on YouTube or you can listen on the go on Spotify and iTunes every Sunday and follow us on social media at the underscore sesh podcast. So a lot of you probably know us from Mile Higher, and this show is going to be way different. It's going to be way more upbeat, I feel, mm-hmm. and a lot more casual. Yes. A lot more conversational, a lot less structured, but in a good mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be really fun. We plan to cover a bunch of different topics. We're interested in so many other things. Yeah. And we might still cover some conspiracies, some paranormal stuff, maybe around Halloween. Yeah. Who knows? Um, We are both interested in that kind of thing, but we really wanted to have a place where we could have fun and relax and kind of express ourselves creatively, connect with you guys more personally. I know that's one of my main reasons for wanting to start this show is I really miss more casual talk. I mean, that's kind of how I started, you know, on the internet was talking more in a personal way and really connecting with people. And I really miss all that. So we're really excited to start this show for that reason. Yeah, super stoked. And I'm just really thankful that you wanted to start a podcast with me because I'm very <laughs> excited. And so, yeah. Who it's else been, would I start it with? I know. I feel like we ha- always just have like the fun, the most fun and hilarious times together. And yeah. so one night we were just sitting in our kitchen and we were like, oh my God, you know what we should do? Start a podcast yeah. and just have so, like fun with it and just make it like an entertainment show. Yeah. So that's what we plan to do. One thing that we really want to do on this show is have a little bit of commentary about kind of pop culture news, things that are going viral on the internet, mm-hmm. things that we can give our opinions on because we are opinionated we ladies. Got something to say. <laughs> So we're going to be calling these spicy topics. So normally this will be kind of an intro thing to the show, a short section. However, today there was a lot of news. There's a lot of things happening. So we are going to dedicate the entire episode to what we are calling spicy Spicy topics. topics, people. (laughs) Spicy. (laughs) We have a soundboard and sorry if we use it too much, but we're really excited about it. So get get ready for some spicy topics. Spicy. Spicy. (laughs) Okay. So... Before we start, though, I feel like people need to know a little bit more about your background. I'm sure a lot of people know a decent yeah, amount about me, but I think, who are you? Yes, most people know who you are, but perhaps not so much with me. Um, so yeah, I am Kendall's cousin. I'm her younger cousin, um, about like a year and a half younger than you. Mm-hmm. And we grew up in the Denver area together pretty much our whole lives and have been best friends um, since we were like born, three. basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so we have um, grown up together in the same town. Then we ended up going to college together mm-hmm. um, up at University of Northern Colorado, if any of you care for some reason. That's where we went to school. <laughs> and um, it was really fun. It was a blast. And then we kind of moved back down to Denver. And now we live within 10 minutes of each other again. Yep. <laughs> and we work together pretty much every day. So, yep. yeah. It's exactly. really fun. It's awesome. So, yeah. 
What'd you go to college for? I studied psychology for my undergrad, and then I decided to go back to school and get my master's in uh, counseling, clinical mental health counseling. And I just graduated like less than a month ago. So very excited to be done with school. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> Not be a student for once in my life. <laughs> That's a long time. It's a big commitment. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. It's yeah. Hard. Yeah. Grad school is a whole different ballgame, but it was cool. So, but I'm just so excited to be done. Now we can like focus mm -hmm. on this and mm -hmm. really get going on some super fun stuff we have planned. And I feel like a lot of the things that you learned when you were in school will really help in this show. Honestly, we want to talk a yeah. lot about mental health and, yeah. um, you know, topics just related to things like that. that yeah, absolutely. You can kind of help clarify some things. So yeah, hopefully we can make some, I can help make sense of some topics, but yeah, I think mental health is something that we're both really passionate about mm -hmm. for um, some of the same reasons. And yeah. so we'll, you know, kind of get into that later on as the show kind of forms more and you guys get more familiar with us. I mean, mostly me, I think everyone knows who you are, <laughs> but um, maybe not. Who maybe knows? Not. Someone's yeah. here for you. You never know. Oh yeah. Okay. That'd be great. Soon um, there'll be plenty of people here for you. They just gotta <laughs> get to know you. Oh man. Hopefully they like me as much as they like you. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking about mental health, but today mm -hmm. we want to kind of touch on what is the spicy topics going around in the world today? Yes, we have a lot. Oh, and we're drinking drinks, by the way. Yes. Well, you know, we can't really do anything this summer. Yes. Everyone's home. So we're having some tropical drinks with umbrellas. Mm -hmm. We're feeling very fancy. Pina coladas. Mm -hmm. Or pina coladas. Pina. Pina. Pina colada. I don't know, but we made them homemade. Pretty good. Got to have your boy Coco Lopez. In Coco there, Lopez. And if you don't know me, I'm Kendall Ray. I have a YouTube channel. I do true crime um, I was a communications major because it was the easiest thing to get and get out of there quick. So, um, but yeah, enough about us. Let's go ahead and get into our spicy topics. And before we start, I just want to clarify that we are in no way a drama channel or yeah. a podcast. The hot topics going on in the world right now, as far as pop culture type stuff, um, include a lot of YouTubers right mm -hmm. now and a lot of influencers, TikTokers, whatever. So we're going to be talking about that, but don't expect that every week. We're yeah. not going to be covering like the weekly drama, drama going on. No. Yeah. We are not a drama channel, but I feel like it just so happened that a lot of stuff happened yeah. in the past, like few weeks Got um, into mainstream controversy. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, you know what? I think we should talk about this for the first episode. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. On. First up, Spicy. Sorry. <laughs> it's a very touchy little button. All right. So our first topic for today that we're going to be discussing is about Ellen DeGeneres. And she is under um, some some heat. Yeah, definitely under some heat. Some Under some heat. <laughs> under some pressure. She's, she's under, under something. She's under something. But yeah, she has been in the media recently for some, I guess, pretty negative feedback that people have been giving her um, mm -hmm. throughout her show and stuff. But let's kind of start with when Nikki tutorials um, had first kind of mentioned her back in January, yeah. um, back in January after Nikki tutorials was blackmailed into coming out as a transgender woman, she was invited to go on the Ellen show. Um, and then shortly after she went on, she appeared on a Netherlands talk show and was actually asked about her experience on the show. And she had some not so great things to say about it. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, we'll just play it. So you can be reminded. Yes. What was it about Ellen DeGeneres? Um. <laughs> she says, well, let's just say there's a huge difference between this show and Ellen DeGeneres. And I'm saying I'm in favor of this show. 
Why? I want to know more. It's nice that you say hi before the show. She didn't. That's so cool. She didn't even say hi to her. Ellen is just such a different world. Here and other countries, that's just a whole other world. It's just something different. More cold and distant? Just a little. Dot, dot, dot. And she did the little shrug. shrug. It was a huge honor to be on the stage with Ellen. But it wasn't ni- as nice as I thought. Yikes. Yeah, she's been, uh, I don't know, she was. She said that, but then she also made a video like a few months later mm-hmm. um, on her personal like Nikki, Nikki Tutorials channel, mm-hmm. and um, she also talked about how it was not a good experience, and she didn't really say hi to her, and... I mean, honestly, it's been going on for a few years now. I've heard rumors about Ellen for a while that she's not as nice in person. And I always thought maybe they're just saying that because that's her whole thing is she's this really nice person. She's be kind to one another. She's be generous. Ellen DeGeneres. Right. You know, so I kind of thought maybe people are just going after her because they don't like she's like almost toxic positivity or something Mm -hmm. like that. But there's a lot of people who have said some pretty damning things just about how she treats other people, that she's kind of one of the biggest assholes in Hollywood. Which, like you said, you know, the whole idea of her is being generous and be nice Mm -hmm. to people. And so that's really unfortunate because on stage, she seems like she's like all happy to see everyone and loves her crew and Mm -hmm. loves her guests. But yeah, a lot of people have been saying stuff and recently um, you know, oh, well, one thing that's really interesting is once the whole COVID thing hit, I guess a lot of her staff was saying that um, she was really uncommunicative mm-hmm. with her, uh, or with her staff and wouldn't tell them kind of what was going on or what to expect mm-hmm. for unemployment. And some of them even said that they had a 60% pay cut that's when COVID hit, lot. which is wow. crazy to think about. Yeah, that's for insane. the Ellen show. Like, are you serious? And she, I mean, she's filming out of her house now, which yeah. the show's on break right now, but it's coming back and Ellen's coming back as the host. Mm-hmm. I believe she's got like five more years. She just re-signed a contract, um, but they were doing it out of her house with her producer, just like in the window behind her, Andy. And it's just like, I'm actually a fan of the Ellen show. <laughs> like yeah. I have been watching this show since, man, like fifth grade. I mean, I would come home, get off the bus and like, run home to make it home by three to watch Ellen because it, it was so like uplifting and I loved that show, but I think it's declined so much. Yeah. I think the newer seasons have been awful. They mm-hmm. used to give away so much money. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not Ellen herself out of the kindness of her heart, but <laughs> you know, they used to like build people houses and hook teachers up. And it was so like uplifting to watch someone else get hooked up. And, you know, I loved the show for that. Yeah. And then she kind of stopped doing that. Like the last few years has been like, they, you know, they'll have like some sponsor Cheerios or exactly uh, Geico give money away or Shutterfly's their big one. But, you know, they don't really do anything that huge anymore. They no. don't really change people's lives in a major way. Definitely I just feel not. like it's gotten way lazier. She seems like she's annoyed. Yes. There's several times where she's kind of aggressive towards guests that I would notice like, oh, this is awkward. Really? Yeah. Ooh, uh, there was cringe. one specific time. I can't remember the celebrity. I'm going to look it up. Hang on. I feel like there were so many instances when people have gone off the show and been like, oh, that wasn't what I expected or whatever. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this one um, comedian, his name is Kevin Porter, and he called Ellen out for being one of the meanest people alive, was his uh, quote wow. there. Wow. And told Twitter to share their stories about bad encounters. So yeah, a lot of people started tweeting back at this Kevin Porter um, guy talking about how they had experiences that were really bad with Ellen as well. Um, like, for example, a waitress and a... Um, I guess was working in a restaurant and said that Ellen complained about having her uh, chipped nail polish 
and other reporters um, said that she refuses to tip. Like she so. was angry at the waitress for having chipped yeah, nail polish. For having chipped nail polish. And then the other, fuck? like, I guess that she doesn't tip. But I'm like, hmm, that's not so kind so to one another. Bizarre. If Ellen doesn't tip. I know. Why would she do that? Why would you want your, uh, you know, your reputation to right. be like that? Right. Exactly. It doesn't even make sense. So <sighs> I don't know. But listen to this. This is very telling. This is Dakota Johnson on Ellen's show. And Ellen asks her why she wasn't invited to her birthday party. And listen to the answer. It's really awkward. How was the party? I wasn't invited. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year. No, last time I was on the show. So awkward. Last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who did I didn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? <laughs> yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come. So This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, your producer. Oh, there you were. I yeah, was invited. Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. <laughs> was it? Was it? Oh yeah, I had that thing. Uh, <laughs> awkward. Yeah, I've seen that clip, but it's not good. Mm-mm. So yeah, now it's gotten way, way worse though. Maybe it's worse. gone from rumors to really serious accusations and an investigation. Exactly. Recently, Ellen has been. Um, being accused of having a toxic environment in her show. And as guests, it's also being, they're also being accused of racism and sexual harassment, which is really serious. Yes. Very um, serious. And yeah, Warner media is investigating the company. Yeah. And I don't know if it's actually Ellen that was harassing people. Yeah. I think it's upper management, but she may have known about it and not said anything or done anything and yeah. just kind of let it slide. I think that's what it more is, is that people who have been trying to kind of get her attention and, you know, show that there's not such great things going on in her show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not really taking them seriously or you know not doing enough, they think. Um, but she came out with a statement And she basically said, alongside Warner Bros., we immediately began an internal investigation and we are taking steps together to correct the issues as we've grown exponentially. I've not been able to stay on top of everything and relied on others to do their jobs as they knew I'd want them done. Clearly, some didn't. That will now change and I'm committed to ensuring this does not happen again. And the producers say that they're, quote, truly heartbroken on what's happening. But I'm like how can you be so heartbroken if mm-hmm. supposedly people have been talking about this for years and it's, you're just heartbroken. It's gotten out to the yeah, media. Exactly. Exactly. And now people are angry. So it's especially on Twitter. It's been, you know, people are going after her. There's all Ellen is over party. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people are ripping her apart. But then yeah. of course there's some celebrities that are coming to her, her side. And like Katy Perry is saying that every time that she's met her, she's always had positive takeaways mm-hmm. And Kevin Hart came out and said something about how he supports her and that mm-hmm. she's one of the dopest people on the fucking planet. So, well, I'm sure to you, Kevin Hart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. She's not going to be mean to Kevin Hart. He's right? a legend. Like, it's, it's just kind of like, I don't really understand the point of even saying this. No one is saying that celebrities are being mistreated. Right. It's like kind of C-list celebrities or, you know, online influencers and then just people that work yeah, at the show. Her staff, which is like, I feel like the worst part of all, if mm-hmm. you're going to work 
for the Ellen show, God, I would expect it to be a great environment. Right. Like, I've always thought that too. I always have thought, wow, how cool would it be to be Andy? Yeah. Like the guy in the background yeah. getting to work with Ellen. Totally. You'd <laughs> so. think, I mean, just from the show used to be really fun, but I don't know. I'm telling you the vibes, even watching it have changed. Mm-hmm. It seems more toxic. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought this was kind of going to be her last season. And then she announced she was doing more. So I'm surprised. Um, but yeah, she's coming back as of right now. And I don't, I don't know what the, the backlash will look like or what the general population thinks. It's really hard because obviously all of the tweets are going to be negative. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm not sure what, I want to know what you guys think about this for sure, because mm-hmm. it is hard to make a judgment when you don't know the full situation. Yeah. And I mean, Ellen has done a lot of great things for yeah. the LGBT community. Yeah, She was, you know, a kind of a, what do you, what do you mean? Like a martyr? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like she, she was one of the first people in media to come out openly gay and she lost her job for it. It was like really hard on her. Yeah. And she climbed back. She ended up winning the medal of freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. She's really ago. inspirational in a lot of ways. Um, but is it possible that the toxic Hollywood culture got to her and is like corrupted her, made her kind of mean. And I also kind of wonder if maybe she has an even bigger target on her back than she normally would because of the fact that she's Ellen who is known for being such a positive light, such a great yeah. influencer, uh, mm-hmm. giving person. And right. so it's almost like she is being watched even more closely mm-hmm. because of that. And so, you know, one wrong move and she's going to get canceled. Yeah. So, I mean, if it comes out though, they're doing this investigation and it's possible that she did know about some serious stuff that was happening. I mean, if there was racism and, and harassment going on there, then that's a big issue. Yeah. And I don't know if they'll be able to continue. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they, something's going to have to change for sure. So yeah. Let us know what you guys think about that story. It's pretty interesting, but let's go ahead and move on to the next story here. The nice spicy topic. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so influencers have been spreading COVID and making the numbers in Los Angeles way worse than they already are. So as you guys know, we have been in a very difficult year. We have seen the biggest world pandemic that we've seen in a very, very long time, you know, all of our lifetimes probably. Yep. And the whole world is being affected by it. It's pretty insane to watch how everything has changed just in the last couple of months and how we've all had to adjust our lives. We've had to adjust schools, sports teams are playing and there's no one in the stands. Uh, I think virtually every person has been affected by COVID in some way. Yeah. I mean, unless, yeah, I think pretty much everyone, I can't think of a situation where you wouldn't be because it's impacting everything in the world. Even if it's a tiny inconvenience, it's doing something. It's, you know, making a difference for you. So obviously we are supposed to be social distancing right now. We're supposed to be not having large gatherings. And if you are in a group of people or in public, you're supposed to be wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and um, trying to isolate as much as you can. Obviously it's not like full on quarantine. Like it was the first couple months where you like really weren't allowed to leave because there were curfews set. Um, But some people acted as if, you know, when they lifted the curfew that that was just free for all. It's gone now. Pandemic's over. Everyone's healthy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and as the worst has been some of these influencers. And I know that there's tons of people that aren't taking it seriously. Probably some people that are listening to this show, honestly, um, and have been throwing parties or going to the beach or, you know, forming in big groups where you're not really supposed to be doing that right now. Because if one person in the group has it, you can affect the whole group and mm-hmm. then you all go on and affect other people. Yeah. And it just, it creates a giant outbreak. Right. It's really serious. So 
The difference though, with these influencers that are doing it, and I'm talking YouTubers and TikTokers, which have become, some of these TikTokers have so many followers. It's it blows my mind. Millions and millions and millions of followers. And they're mostly young, they're like 15 and 16 year olds. Yeah. So they're, they're posting videos of themselves partying. I just don't understand. I mean, if you're going to party, why not just, just hide do it, it? Secret. Why are you filming it and posting it? It's so bad because then you're like making it seem like it's okay. Right. You're setting the example like, yeah. oh, it's okay. Yeah. Whatever. They're doing it. Really I'll do it. really serious. Like think about how many people then therefore are going to go to a party or throw a party because of you. And you're just continuing the outbreak. Mm-hmm. And it's just so disrespectful, yeah. right? You know, when there's so many people that are not working right now or people that are working in schools. Um, my husband, Josh's mom is a superintendent and just getting everything together for school years has been so crazy. Yep. They have to be six feet apart. They have to eat at separate lunch tables. Yep. I mean, we're doing everything we can to keep people safe. And then you see these dumbasses. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. getting together and throwing huge parties and none of them are wearing masks. They're sharing drinks. They're sharing vapes. They're sharing bongs mm-hmm. and they don't give a shit. I know. It's I know. Just so sorry to, get all mad. But. No, but it's honestly true. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's really frustrating because you would think at this point, it's like, it's a no brainer that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be doing this. Right? This isn't like a new unknown virus. <laughs> should we stay away or not? No, like this is very clear that you should yes. not be going around other people. So why are you still doing it? It's really not hard. <laughs> it's terrible. It's really disappointing. So let's talk a little bit about what has happened. So this outbreak kind of starts in July. Jake Paul, Jacques Paul, as we Jacques call him, uh, threw a party on the 4th of July in Las Vegas at this huge house called the Graffiti Mansion. And this thing is insane. We have a clip. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. This is from their 4th of July party video. They had a video made. So that was July 4th. A bunch of people were there, including Tanner Fox and Logan Paul. So I had never heard of Tanner Fox before. He is a YouTuber. He's 20 years old. He's an American YouTuber. And he hangs out a lot with Jake Paul. And this will be important in a second. So on July 11th, they filmed this music video at Jake's house. Mm-hmm. I'll play it. It's called, I don't know, something London. <laughs> and there's tons of people there. No one's wearing a mask. Everyone's just running around, bumping into each other. Yep. Actually, there's one guy wearing a mask. It's Gotta so give funny. him credit. Just one guy. It's just I'm one wondering dude. if he did that just to be like a smart ass. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too. Or he was like, I'm not getting Yeah, he's like, this. I'm protecting myself. No one's going to cancel me. <laughs> but this was crazy because it was a huge outdoor party and he had an excavator there, like a construction thing. Mm-hmm. So they were all swinging on it and a bunch of neighbors could see it. They were had the party outside and they saw how many people were there and were, started calling the police and city officials because you cannot do this. Then on July 14th, a couple days after that, he has another huge party. Um, And I hope I'm getting all these dates right. Honestly, I'm just kind of confused. But I mean, bottom line is he's throwing party after party. Yeah, this one was inside and... Oh man, just people. Their house everywhere. is just filled. Yeah, looks like a frat mm-hmm. house. It does. It looks like yeah, definitely is giving me frat vibes. Mm-hmm. Nice. So anyway, so many people called that the Calabasas mayor had to respond to this. 
because Jake has this huge mansion. He has very wealthy neighbors who are very pissed off. Uh, his mansion is $7 million, Oof. a little under actually. Controversial YouTube star Jake Paul under fire this morning for recklessly defying the rules in the city of Calabasas. They're holding onto the bulldozer like it's a bull. I really could not believe that an event like this was taking place. We expect everyone in our community to act responsibly because we're in this together. And we're also working with the Lost Hill Sheriff Station to ensure that nothing like this ever happens again in our community. But the mayor like scolded him publicly and said that they are going to begin to fine people $100 for not wearing masks and shutting down large gatherings, which is not going to stop Jake Paul. $100? Jacques Poul doesn't give a fuck about $100. he absolutely does not. Like, for He's real. like, yeah, please come bill me, whatever. If that's it's, my fee for hosting a party. Okay, sounds it's so good. so stupid. I don't know why they even bothered to do that. Now, here's why this is interesting and why we're even talking about Jacques Poul today. <laughs> it's because Tanner Fox, the guy I mentioned earlier, recently found out that he had COVID and he ends up calling a bunch of the people that he was with at these parties. He was at the 4th of July one, the July 11th, July 14th. He was, he's been with them a ton. Um, so this is his call with Jake Paul and Logan Paul right after that. Hi, this is Tanner Fox. I was in there earlier to take a COVID test and my mother told me I needed to call you guys to get my results back. Okay. He's 20 yeah, years old. We his mom's still doing his today, medical um, stuff. And it was positive for COVID. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yo. Yo, man. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Hello? <laughs> hey, bro. Um, so... I have some I have some bad news. Oh man. So what, what we is it? we filmed a video about two days ago and this morning I woke up and I felt a little bit off, so I went and got a COVID nineteen test and it actually came back positive. Nah, you're tri you're tripping. I'm really not lying to you, man. I'm I'm being honest. I was around you and your in your team. You just got tested. Did you get your results back? No. I, I don't know what to tell you're you. Are you joking? I'm really not joking right now, man. I swear. Are you are you worried about it? Not really. <laughs> Not really. We don't care. <laughs> we don't okay, care. Well, well, that's good, but I, I had to call you and just let you know. I also talked to a, I also talked to the nurse, and she said this is uh, the second wave of COVID going around right now is a lot. I just have to mentally prepare you guys for what you're about to hear. It is maybe the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. I also talked to a, I also talked to the nurse, and she said this is uh, the second wave of COVID going around right now is a lot, is a lot. What's the right word? No. Less severe. It's it's a lot less severe than what was going around at the beginning of this year. So that's good news. So whatever strain of it that I caught is the is the less worse one. If that's English. Uh, it's not English. But yeah, I just wanted to make yeah, you sure. Probably you probably got the indica strain. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> that went right over his head. The He's indica like, yeah, strain. Most yeah, likely. most likely. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so then he calls Mr. Logan Paul, and here's his reaction. Tanner Fox from Tanner Fox Vlogs on, on YouTube? That, that is he. My guy. Hey, man, listen. No. I really hate to be having this call with you right now. I haven't... You got COVID-19. How did you know? Uh, my mom somehow knew. Oh, I told Jake. Well, I hope you get better, bro. Holy fucking shit. Isolate yourself. I, I am. I'm staying in quarantine for the next 14 days, but I know I haven't seen you in a week. I just started showing symptoms of it today, but I just wanted to call and make sure your whole team knows. What, uh, what symptom? I woke up today and I was extremely just exhausted. Like, I just felt really tired. Interesting. All right, well, thanks for letting me know, bro. I, uh, I don't really give a fuck, but thanks for letting me know. <laughs> no problem, man. All right. 
What the hell? I don't really give a fuck. Wow, you so tough. COVID He's has so nothing tough. on you, nah, Logan. Nah, Logan's going to beat the shit out of COVID. Oh, my God. So that's really embarrassing. <laughs> so cringe. And why is he filming himself doing that? And as funny as this is, and we're kind of joking yeah. around, this is really serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This absolutely. is scary. They could be spreading to so many people. They could literally put people's lives at risk, mm-hmm. and they don't care. And the partying has still gone on. And the reason I bring this up is this was back in July 15th that Tanner Fox found out. But there's still, there's so many influencers that are still hosting huge parties now. So Jake Paul was interviewed and they were giving him some of the feedback that people have been saying online about why it's dangerous and irresponsible to be partying during the pandemic. And Jake said, I don't know what to think of it, to be honest. I don't think anyone really does. No one has the answers and our leadership is failing us and everyone kind of just doesn't know what to do. I personally am not the type of person who's going to sit around and not live my life. Why don't you just say I'm the type of person who is selfish? That's, I know, it's like, okay, so, sorry, can't help myself. I'm not just going to waste my life, but I'll, you know, put others at risk. Yeah, and blame leadership. Then he says, I am a human being. I put my pants on the same way. I cry the same way. I have anxiety the same way. I fail the same way. I win the same way. People don't like that. They scream out my failures and whisper my accomplishments. So... Oh, that's God. that's what he had to say. And now COVID is spreading through LA like wildfire. There's been tons of outbreaks and Los Angeles, I believe, has the highest current like daily numbers yeah. in the entire country. Yep. I um, believe so. Followed by Phoenix, Houston, San Bernardino, and Dallas. It's really bad. So after all the criticism about this, Nikita Dragon decided to throw a party, <laughs> who's another influencer, and this is for uh, Larry Moretti, which I don't know him. He's a TikToker. And our boy James Charles was there. <laughs> Tana Mojo, I hope I'm saying that there, was also there. And Erica Costell, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, who are the ones that have millions of followers on TikTok. I believe, millions. what does Charlie have, like 50 million? Oh, I think like way more than that. More? I what is she so. gaining on PewDiePie now? I don't know, but it's absurd. It is. It's crazy how popular people get on TikTok really fast. And can you imagine that going to your head when you're that That's age, you're like 16, 17, and all of a sudden you have millions yeah. of followers? Like it has to go to your head. Within it has to you get know, to your a short ego. amount of time. Absolutely. I think so. I mean, not saying anything. I I'm actually have heard those girls are really nice. I'm not saying anything. No, about nothing them, but, personal about them. I think just in general, that's totally a valid right? point. Like mm-hmm. that has to do something to the ego. I'm, you know, if yeah. I woke up and then had 60 million followers, yeah. I'm pretty sure my ego would be affected. Yeah. And just your mental health. It's yeah. got to be stressful. Totally. I, I really feel for them in a way too. Yeah. They're under um, a lot of pressure. And at the end of the day, they are, you know, in their teens and they are going to make mistakes. That's a normal thing. But I think that they are automatically held to a higher standard because of it. Right. They're, they're popular. Right. I'm surprised though, because they do, I think, live with their parents still, the D'Amelios. Really? Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. They're pretty young. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't know why their parents would be letting them go yeah. to this. You know, they have experience. They yeah. should know better. Yeah, That's a good point. But everyone should really know better, right? This isn't that's true. like you said, this is not some new information. Yeah. We've been in this for months now and it's, it's very serious. And we're just dismissing, um, you know, our unemployment rates and the, the death rates. And you compare our numbers to other countries. If you don't see the problem and see that it's us, that's the problem. Absolutely. You're very confused. Absolutely. Um, And so 60 to 70 guests attended this party. Uh, This was at the Hype House, which is the like TikTok house. 
Um, and they got a bunch of shit. Tyler Oakley was really mad. He went off on Twitter. Uh, another person that went off about it is Elijah Daniel. And he went on Twitter and said that a lot of people have confirmed to him privately that they have contracted the virus after attending these different parties. And I've heard this from so many different people mm -hmm. that a lot of influencers have been confirmed uh, positive for COVID and they don't want to say it obviously because they'd get a bunch of shit. They'd right. be on all the drama stuff. Exactly. Um, so it seems like they may have caused a bit of an outbreak. God, that is so cringe to think about that you Isn't were part it? of the cause for an outbreak. Right. Like, can you just stay home? Just stay home. It's so irritating. And you know, we were talking the other day about how just privileged it is yes. to be able to work from home, to be able to make TikToks for a living on your phone, to be dancing for a living. Absolutely. And, or like making YouTube videos or whatever it is you do. Like I feel super privileged and blessed to be working from home and yes. my work hasn't been affected because I can still make my contact from the safety of my house. Yeah. And it's just so disappointing to see people not even acknowledge that they have that exactly. privilege and take advantage of it. Absolutely. And instead they're just making it worse for everyone else. Mm -hmm. When there's people out there who are actually risking their lives and don't mm -hmm. have a choice, but to risk their lives and right. do their job that they have to do to put money or to put food on their table exactly. and to be able to get enough money to afford their rent. You mm -hmm. know, some people mm -hmm. literally don't have the choice and they're going out and risking their lives. And then these people are going out without a mask and they don't have to go out. They could stay home for months most of them seriously and, and they, they choose not to masks why not like make just party masks like yeah. themed masks these people are rich as fuck get your like own dude party for mask Jacques Poole should sell masks seriously well no I don't want his ass selling them because that's a real well but he should be giving them out to his party guests at least yeah like, party favors up. party favors sorry you don't get to enter until you have your uh temperature taken and you have a mask on I mean even with that they shouldn't be doing it I'm I not know. saying that no. that makes it okay but they've all been like justifying it by saying well we've been getting tested all the time it's terrible that's like what Nikita Dragon keeps doing she keeps posting her coronavirus test that's negative which is just so that's even more annoying because so many people can't even get or exactly. not can't get testing but it's really difficult to get mm -hmm. testing so mm -hmm. please don't waste your tests um because you're partying. Yeah. And you could be putting the people who are testing you at risk. And I mean, it's just unnecessary for them to have to keep testing you just so you can party. That should not be your reason for getting tested. Absolutely. So it's just gross. So James Charles got a lot of shit for it. So he apologized. He said that he cut the party footage out of his video, which doesn't make like, it better, uh, dude. You still win. You can't. I think it's so funny when influencers and just people in general think that deleting the footage like cuts it out of their life yeah like uh -huh. no uh -huh. <laughs> yeah he said it was a selfish and stupid decision and i appreciate this apology you know yeah. he said i want to promote to my audience that my platform comes with responsibility and i encourage you guys to be smarter than i was wear a mask and continue to social distance okay that's all great but like don't tell me you didn't know before you went mm -hmm. to that fucking party what the reaction was going to be absolutely you knew it was wrong and that's why these apologies don't mean shit to me mm-hmm and I agree. there's so many that have said that. And it's just, I don't know. I take this so seriously. And again, this isn't just like YouTube drama to me. This is really serious. And the fact that other people in the online community aren't doing what they can to help the situation and influence other people to make better decisions so that we can get out of this quicker yeah. is so disappointing and infuriating to me, really. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the fact that a lot of doctors and scientists are saying, hey, look, if we all wore masks and stayed inside and away from each other as much as possible for, I think it was like a few months, if that, mm -hmm. we would be to the point where it would be manageable and we would be okay. Yep. And it just blows my mind that why don't we just 
do that or at least do our best. If you're able to do that, I should Mm -hmm. say, then do it. (laughs) Just don't just do it. it. It's not, it's like the easiest thing. It's not exactly. And a lot of these people have like beautiful homes Mm -hmm. and can afford all the Postmates in the world and get all their shit delivered. So like, just do that. Yeah. And stay in your little fucking mansion. I know (laughs) it's, it's extremely disappointing and such a slap in the face for people who are really, really struggling during this time or have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. how would you feel if, yeah. you know, your grandmother has just died from coronavirus and you because see these you people went to just, a party or, oh, yeah, yeah. or someone spread it to them because they were at a party that they didn't need to be to be at. Yeah, I know it's really, it's, it's really, really it's, yeah. you can go on and on. It's like, it's a chain reaction. It just, mm-hmm. like we said, it affects everyone on some degree. And I just wish people would, um, take a little bit more seriously, especially when you're living in LA where it's pretty much the worst in the world at this point. So, and hopefully this does not happen very often, but we have another story with shock pool. <laughs> shock pool. Yeah. This guy's really in the news this week. Yeah. This time we have some shock pool, true crime, true crime. Told you guys we're doing a little true crime at Jay. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. This is pretty crazy. It is what actually, if I end up covering it one I day know, on my for channel? Real. It's like an actual like total case and everything that would be wild. This is pretty intense. This made it to CNN today. So August 5th, FBI agents executed a federal search warrant at Jake Paul's house. Very serious. And some guns were brought out of the home. However, there's been a lot of debate about whether or not the guns were real. Right. There were some really long ones. Uh, I know I heard his ex-manager talking about how these could be BB guns mm-hmm. or like paintball guns. Which I could see that. Yeah, they do. A lot of them look exactly the same. And he said that normally Jake's not known for being too into guns, into but guns. who knows? He could be just covering for him. Right. I don't know. They took them out of the house. So that's been, that was reported by the media. However, there's not a lot of information as to why they went there uh, because an affidavit in support of the warrant has been sealed by a judge and the FBI is prohibited from commenting on the nature of the investigation, which they say is an ongoing investigation that's been going on for months. Yeah. I mean, I feel like to get to that point, they've probably been doing their work for a long time in the background. Right. And yeah, it's crazy that the FBI is involved and prohibited from talking about what's going on. And of course, that just leaves everyone to question what could possibly be going Mm -hmm. on. Uh, Has Jake Paul really wrapped himself up in some pretty criminal shit? And it sounds possible, actually. It it is possible. I mean, I'm not sure what is going to happen in the next few days. We are recording this on Thursday and it goes Mm -hmm. up on Sunday. So there could be some new information out. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. It, It could be pretty bad for Jake. It's not looking so great so far. Another thing I thought that was interesting was he wasn't even at his house when it happened, Mm-mm, which they probably planned. That, that just goes to show that they, mm-hmm. you know, planned out. He probably wasn't there. Let, let's do it when we can really do a thorough search. And yeah. he was in Vegas. He's in Vegas all the time. Yeah. So uh, he goes to that uh, graffiti mansion I mentioned earlier, which is owned by, I don't even know who this guy is. He's like <laughs> his manager hangs out with him all the time. I thought it was two different people. <laughs> Okay, his name is Armand Izadi, and I thought it was Armani and Dottie. <laughs> like Kendall, I was saying it all day yesterday. All week has been saying Armani and Dottie, and then this morning, like five hours ago, she's like, oh my God, it's not that, it's, it's one, one guy. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out who these two guys were. <laughs> Finally figured out who it was. His name is Armand Izadi, but he goes by Armani Izadi, uh, or just Armani. Yeah. And this guy is like really bad news. A lot of people actually thought that when they went into Jake's house that they were possibly 
coming for him for his criminal trespassing charges in Arizona in Scottsdale. Back in June, he was caught on video looting during the BLM protests. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually dropped those charges. So it's not anything to do with that, which I believe they just dropped those. Um, so Jake Paul's ex-manager from Team 10. <laughs> I feel so stupid reporting all that. I know, it's hilarious. Uh, but he did a phone interview and here's some of the important things that he said. Now, keep in mind, This is all claims from the manager. We have no idea if any of this is true. Um, But he said that the FBI is likely there for his friend Armani Azadi and not Jake Paul. He said that Armani is a criminal. He said his father's a police officer, so he feels comfortable saying that he is a criminal. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he also claims that this guy was openly a pimp and would talk about it and had something like 300 girls working for him in Vegas and has people come to that big house that he owns that graffiti mansion, yeah. which they get, uh, they rent it out and they pay people to paint it. Like for Jake's wedding with Tana, that fake wedding, <laughs> it was sponsored by a CBD company and they painted the whole thing mm-hmm. for their wedding. It was giant sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he said that this guy, physically beats people's up. He uses Jake's power to his advantage and he somehow got access to the team 10 account and was preying on girls on there, like messaging Ugh. tons of girls, uh, probably a lot that could have been underage. Yeah. Um, and saying, you know, Hey, come to the team 10 house, come take pictures with Jake, tag mm. the mansion and it'll help you grow and, you know, kind of like help each other out type of thing. Um, so he would have all these girls come to the house and according to, this ex-manager whose name is Adam Quinn. He says that they would bring the girls over and do photo shoots in different parts of the house. And they would fill the rooms that they were doing the photo shoots with, with just alcohol and tell them not to eat. And they they would have no food food or or water. water. Yeah. Just liquor. That's, that's great. So that's obviously really some serious stuff. And um, I really hope that if that's true, that they are, that's what the investigation is about. And they're trying to shut that down because that sounds possible, especially because they said this is an ongoing investigation. And um, Adam Quinn said that there is at least one girl he knows of who has claimed to have been raped while at the team 10 house. She got a rape kit done and filed a police report and she's been kind of laying low. I guess she made a video about it a while back, but it's, it's very possible. The investigation has something to do with all of that. Yeah. Uh, Because it sounds like this Armani guy has been known for doing this type of stuff for a really long time. Mm -hmm. However, Jake could get in trouble here because he knows about it. He knew about it. It's happening in In his his house. house. And Adam Quinn said that he warned Jake and told him all of this and said, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. This is happening in the house. This is happening. And he was like, Whatever. So he knew he knows exactly what's going down in his home. And if, you know, if it turns out that there was some serious sexual harassment going on there, then he can get in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and the other thing was they've been making girls sign NDAs to come to the house, which is bad. I mean, obviously those aren't in, you know, in play when it's criminal and stuff, but still, why are you doing that? I know it's very sketchy. Like, why do you need to do that? Yeah. Why? What is the point? So this type of thing is going on. I hope it's shut down because these guys are totally out of control and so rich and so powerful online and just using it for all the wrong reasons. And it's really scary when you have so many young girls mm-hmm. out in LA that want to get famous. They want those followers. They want TikTok cloud or whatever yes. it is. They'll do whatever it takes yep. and they can really end up in some dangerous situations. This is really serious. And yeah. some of them don't necessarily know better or, you know. Unfortunately, I think 
a lot. This is kind of following the trend of how the traditional um, entertainment industry is. And the fact yeah. that traditionally and, you know, through history, women have um, had to do a lot of things that they, you know, probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have chosen mm-hmm. to do in order to get jobs or right. um, to get where they need to go. And a lot of times that is unfortunately sexual um, favors for others. And it's disgusting. And um, the fact that it's kind of leaking in now to this, what do you even call They're not like celebrities, like C-list celebrities. I hate like, even using the word influencer. Just Right. I feel, because it's like. I hate being in the same bubble as them because I have a following too. Right. Like, totally. No. So I don't know. Whatever you want to call this like new group of young, really, really rich, super huge following, you know, yeah. young adults. So. I don't know what you call them, honestly. But it's bad. And it's really bad. I'm very curious to see what they come up with. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious how many of them have coronavirus right now because mm-hmm. I'm sure it's more than. That's a great point. Yeah. And it's interesting because some of these latest parties, the ones that Nikita was having, there were less people there from the previous ones. Like, I wonder if some of them have gotten sick and are staying home. And I don't know. It's just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It really is. I think these guys, because they're so powerful and have so much following, they're just getting a sense of like, I can do whatever I want. Mm. Nothing matters. I live in this fantasy world and I've like money fixes everything. And I hope that it catches up with them. A lot of time money does fix a lot of people's problems. Uh, Um, You can get a lot, you can get out of a lot of Mm -hmm. bad things with money, which is unfortunate that people have that upper hand just because they're rich. I don't know though. With 10, they had like 10 army I know, like they're like, oh, a small army was yeah. rolling through Calabasas. There was, yeah, there was a lot of people. It was a big like tank type of thing, or what was that? I don't know. I think yeah, I think it was a tank. Pretty sure it was. Was a it tank. a tank? Yeah, I think it was. They went up to Jake Paul's house in a I tank. I literally think they had tanks. It was some one of those like big Hummer things. Yeah, I don't a, know. I don't know. It was a vehicle, some sort of. <laughs> it was a tank. <laughs> but you gotta be way. prepared. Never know what the junk pool could have junk up his sleeve. Pool. So I wonder if he's home now, or if he's like even allowed in his house. I don't know. I I mean, he hasn't said anything. I wonder if he's like posted on his social media. I don't follow him, so I have no idea. Mm. But let us know if you guys have heard any updates in the comments below. If any major updates happen, we will pin a comment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And maybe next week we'll have some updates on those stories. Absolutely. Again, this is just a week that there happened to be a lot of spicy topics to talk about. Our podcast won't always be just straight topics like this. Um, oftentimes we'll be playing games or doing advice or sharing opinions on other things. I think the show is going to really evolve with us. Like we said yeah. in our trailer, um, mm-hmm. and you know, involve with you guys as well, our viewers yeah. and kind of what you guys want and what the feedback we get. And mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to kind of play it by ear and yeah. we're really stoked. So I really want to know what you guys think for sure. Uh, or what you guys want to see on the show or yes. what? Yeah. Cause we really want to adjust the show to, kind of what you guys yeah. want in we, a way. We definitely have like a good handful of fun ideas, but um, yeah, like Kendall said, please let us know what you guys would want to see. Cause I'm sure you guys have some really good ideas. So be sure to hit that subscribe button and the follow button. If you're listening um, on audio and leave a comment or a review, we would love to hear from you guys and follow us on social media at the underscore sesh podcast. And then also we have our personal social medias below as well. So we'll see you guys on the next sesh, but, but until, until then, then keep, keep it fresh. fresh.